Hey, do you need a UK representative, a Swiss representative or a European authorized representative for your medical device industry? Okay, so you can contact now Easy Medical Device at info at easymedicaldevice.com info info at easymedicaldevice.com and we'll help you for that. So talk to you soon. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy Podcast. I am Munir Alazuzi, a medical device expert specialized on quality and regulatory affairs. My mission is to help you learn how to place a compliant medical device on the market. For that, I share with you my experience and the one of others on this podcast. Are you ready for your dose of regulation and standards today? Okay, so let the show begin. Welcome to the Medical Device Made Easy podcast. Here is Munir Alazuzi from easymedicaldevice.com. And this is the last week of, uh, of uh, 2021. And I wanted to uh, wish you happy holidays, uh, Merry Christmas for those that had a break during Christmas also. Uh, I hope you had a good time with your family or you had a break, just that. And also for those that I will not maybe talk to, so um, happy holidays and uh, I wish you uh, a happy new year also and with all my best wishes for 2022. I hope 2022 will be better for you uh, and that uh, yeah everything will be uh, better regarding also the health situation that is happening actually in the world. So um, today it will be really a short episode uh, as usual as last year as the other years what I'm, I'm trying to do is also to make kind of a, a summary of what happened this year for Easy Medical Device and then also um, to tell you more about maybe what we are planning for next year maybe even if sometime we cannot realize it but this is our objective and we try really to make that happen so I hope yeah, you will help us also for that. Um, but first uh, really uh, I wanted to make um, uh, to say a big thank you to all of you that are listening uh, to all all of you that are sending me messages and everything um, I mean, I'm really happy each time I get a message that says that all what I'm doing, all the podcasts, all the episodes, all the videos, all the blogs that I'm doing, uh, they are, this is really helping people, helping them to understand, helping them to get a job. I have a lot of people that says to me, oh, Munir, because of all those videos, all those things, uh, I learned a lot and I was able to get a job, which is really making me really happy. So really thank you for that. And um, so, yeah, I mean what I'm doing is really um, impacting um, impacting the life of some people and it's really uh, the objective uh, for it. So um, you have to learn that my mission here is really to um, make uh, medical devices easy for you. It's why we call the company Easy Medical Device. And also the objective is to help you place compliant devices on the market, uh, to avoid any issue on the market and to have really something that is really working and helping uh, people that are um, that are yeah using them. So as I'm always repeating, my motto is, would I give this product to a member of my family? So mainly this is the question I'm asking myself each time I I, I meet somebody or I see a product that is maybe not really compliant to the market and say, would I give that to a member of my family? If the answer is no, uh, then meaning, yeah, don't, don't make these products on the market and try it or try to modify it or help uh, this person to make it better. But uh, the idea is not to impact the badly the life of people. So this is mainly the mission here. Uh, so what I wanted to make uh, as a summary um, today um, is mainly, um, so this year we had a lot of things that happened. We had still the coronavirus situation. Uh, we had also a lot of changes in terms of regulation. We have the the uh, date of application for the MDR that passed, so the 60, uh, 26th of May 2021. Uh, and we had all the other uh, guidances that were uh, released, all the announcement made by the e-commission. So it was a lot of things and we tried each time 
uh, to discuss about that on the podcast episode. And the idea of today is just to summarize a bit of what I learned from this. So first, what I mainly learned is that um, when we had um, the MDR, there was a lot of things saying, oh, there will be a big impact for people like this and that. And we understood that the date of the 26th of May 2021 is a date just that will be a hard transition period for some products. Uh, so for class one products, for example, or products that had no certificate mainly. And the idea was that, okay, what is this really a, a, a big changes for those companies or not? And um, what I discovered is that after the 26th of May 2021, we had a lot of people that contacted us to help them, which were uh, companies that were legacy device companies, so companies that didn't transition to MDR, but um, they had their notified body that issued a non-conformance uh, because they didn't apply Article 123. Uh, where it says that even if you are MDD, you have still to update your process for the MDR related to um, vigilance reporting, post-marketing surveillance, registration of economic operator, etc. So we had multiple companies that called us and asked us to help them because they got this non-conformance and we had to correct that and update their procedures and everything to do that. So this is one of the things to, to say, yeah, even if you move to don't move to MDR, there is still some elements that you have to do. So this is mainly the first learning. The second was about um, our own brand labeling devices. Um, mainly, we had a lot of people also that contacted us after uh, the MDR because importers, distributors, etc., they didn't want to sell their products anymore because they were not compliant to the new medical device regulation. And when I asked them, do you have a quality management system? Do you have a technical file? Do you have things? Mainly, those people had nothing because mainly they were just intermediate between a manufacturer that is located in a third-party country like China, USA, Brazil, or whatever, and the European uh, customers where they are trying to make the intermediate person and to say, I am the manufacturer when in reality they were not. They are just on brand labeler. So we try to explain to them the strategies and we have made an episode about that to explain that, uh, about the fact that they have or they have to completely uh, build their quality management system, technical file, everything for, for that and then be compliant. Or they have to be the importer of those devices, but then the name is not there. Or they have to apply our Article 16, where mainly you can apply uh, apply this as uh, uh, as uh, not as the uh, as the manufa not as the manufacturer, if I can say, but the manufacturer can put your label, your uh, name on it, etc., etc. So we try to find some strategies, and it was also learning for for us just to say, okay, we thought that it was not so much but there are a lot of people that were like that also custom-made devices the definition of custom-made device changed a lot so this is mainly something that a lot of people discovered also because there were a lot of um, companies that were not able to uh, sell their products on the market uh, because their competitors uh, find a way to say yes there's these products are not compliant etc so there are a lot of things that you discover but after the date of application which is something that is interesting one thing that was really um, growing and growing and growing is about uh, software as medical devices. So we saw a lot of companies, startups that were starting to contact us because they were asking, oh, we want to be on the market, but we learned that we have to follow MDR and we have this and that and that. So it's also something that was really interesting for us to learn, uh, to see how we can help those companies, how we can um, 
put uh, all the documentation needed so that they can be placing on the market. There are startups, so not all of them are on the market now, but they are learning and growing with us also. But it's something that we're, where we see that, yeah, there is a big demand actually uh, to help software as medical device companies that um, uh, even are not selling physical products, it's a software. So it's something that is also different than when you are selling physical product with an importator, distributor, etc., which is uh, not the same, the same way of thinking here. So, um, so yeah, so we try to help those those people. And um, the last thing is also about, I um, mean, the last thing, one of the things that is raising, is growing now is also IVDR, uh, because next year, the 26th of May 2022, the date of application for IVDR will start, but there will be, and we have some news now that there are, they have been, uh, this is uh, this was some something we are accepted by the European Commission, that there will be some uh, staging in terms of the, uh, application of some classification for medical for in vitro diagnostic uh, products. So uh, this is something that is growing. But number one, top one of the item that is really, um, if I can say, impactful for everybody, uh, it was about clinical evaluation. So clinical data. This is something that was really um, strange to see, um, which was a lot of companies that says. Yes, we have a clinical evaluation report. It was a recent one last year. It was approved by our notified body. But now when we are going to MDR, we give them the information, the same clinical data that we provide them for MDD, and they don't accept it anymore. They ask us to do a clinical investigation. They ask us to do uh, to provide more data. They don't ask, they don't accept anymore the equivalent device. Yes, the rules have changed. There is more scrutiny now from notified bodies about the clinical evaluation and some products that were on the market since 20, 30 years, but have no clinical data, um, will maybe not be able to stay on the market anymore. And this is mainly something that is um, the most impactful thing I, I saw uh, actually uh, from my side, if I can say when people are contacting us, because before it was just, oh, we want to make a clinical evaluation report. So we help those people to make those clinical evaluation reports. But now it's more like, oh, we had our notified body that contacted us, give us a non-conformance, a major one, because of our clinical evaluation report, because they don't accept the risk management file, because they don't accept the, they, they ask us to create a clinical evaluation plan that is separate, they ask us uh, to provide them a clinical investigation, etc., etc., etc. So. This is something that is really uh, growing. So I want just to warn you that this will happen if you are still on legacy device and you are providing to your notified body the same clinical evaluation report that what you were providing before. Maybe this will not be accepted and maybe you will be uh, facing, uh, if I can say, a wall uh, because the notified body will not let you pass at all. Um, so one of the strategy we are trying to do is to um, ask those people to initiate immediately a PMCF and to try to gather within the next year data about their device so that they can maybe provide some clinical data about their device, which is something that can work, but we don't know. We just started that with a lot of companies and we are trying to see if this is this will be working or not. But um, but yeah, we never know. So the thing I learned is that even if I mean, when you have a clinical evaluation to perform, there is no guarantee at all that you will pass and you will get uh, Pass the notified body. The notified body have also their criteria, which can be difficult also to um, to discuss, to argue. So then, 
um, you have just to listen to them and ask them what exactly you want, what you need, and then we will try to provide that to you. So this is mainly the kind of tendency or the things that I've seen the last year. Uh, maybe this will change next year um, with other things, but for now, this is mainly what we've seen uh, on, the, on the medical device field. So be careful of that, be careful of all the, those elements, and I hope that this will be really um, helping you a lot. Other thing that I wanted to talk about is also Easy Medical Device. So Easy Medical Device, so for those that maybe don't know, I'm not just making a blog uh, or a podcast or videos on, on the YouTube channel. Um, we are also helping medical device companies. As I said, the idea is to teach as much as possible, but also to help manufacturers to place compliant devices on the market. So I have a consulting um, uh, service where we are uh, providing support to manufacturers. I'm not alone. I have some people on my team that are helping and I'm also uh, getting the support of consultants, freelancers that can help on a, on a uh, ad hoc uh, yeah, basis. Um, we have also some training. So we are doing some training. So you know the famous maybe training the green belt certificate for MDR. But apart from that, I'm doing some customized training for companies. So they call me and uh, I'm, I'm building the training for for what they need exactly for their people um, we also had the service of authorized representative so first we started with the uk because we had the brexit then we had switzerland because Swiss, uh, switzerland was out of the european union and then uh, we had uh, now a european authorized representative in uh, in uh, belgium because we have created a company in belgium so um yeah if you need one of those services we are here to help you uh, it's mainly the the thing that um, that was if i can say growing uh, the last year uh, this last year because of this demand of uh, authorized representative uh, in the different countries. For Switzerland, as we said, the reason is mainly that the MRA is not signed now with the, the European Union. Um, so if it's signed, then you don't need you will not need any more uh, authorized representative. But for now, there is some dates where you need, for example, if you are class three uh, device, then by the December 31st, 2021, you have a uh, 2021 year, you have to have an authorized representative and also an importer. It's not only an authorized representative, it's also an importer. Same for Europe and same for UK. And this is the next service that I'm trying to build now and we are discussing now with the team and uh, we had a lot of customers that contacted us uh, to uh, help them mainly in Switzerland uh, to have an importer service also in Switzerland. So uh, we, we are trying to build that. So we have registered now within Swiss Medic to be importer. So you who we are importer within Swiss Medic, but I'm building now the service with all the process, with all the training for, for, for the people. So to, uh, to be able to offer this service to a company. So I hope by January, this will be available and we can offer that. But if you need that, don't hesitate to contact us because I'm already making some presentation to, to companies that contacted us before to tell them here is the process, here is how it will work and by January this will be available so we can already start to discuss about that. And um, lastly, I want to talk also about a project that I'm working on now. Um, so I'm partnering now with a company called uh, S-Cube Technologies uh, so um, where I am, uh, we are creating uh, an electronic quality management system so I'm helping in terms of um, developing this and finding the way to make it uh, as customers want to see that. Uh, so I hope this will be also uh, a project that will be interesting for you. Uh, mainly I have a lot of companies that are still using paper for their quality management system, which is fine if you are really small, uh, but mainly when uh, in, a, in a world where collaboration is not anymore within an office, but uh, remote with a lot of people outside of the office or really in different countries. Um, the idea of an electronic quality management system is mainly 
something that will be um, really interesting, important, and we are trying to build that so that it will be helpful for uh, for medical device companies. Uh, and it's really customizable, means that um, the flexibility is, we try to make it like as flexible as possible, uh, but we put inside all the modules related to uh, medical devices on Kappa, on audits, on uh, supplier management, on training also, on dog control, which is mainly the main thing, on design also control. Uh, so we, we try to have a lot of modules inside and we are st trying to grow also with um, a recommendation from our customers to say, oh, we want also maybe to see this, we want also to see that, and then we have our engineers that are working on the development of this. So, um, so in the case, you need an electronic quality management system also don't hesitate to contact me and uh, i can try to uh, we can try to uh, have a demo with uh, with you we have already planned a lot of demo because i'm, I'm already informing people uh, through my uh, email uh, list so um, don't hesitate if you need uh, we can plan a demo uh, so to show you all what we are doing there so you see that the idea of easy medical device is not just to make some consulting we are just listening to customers who says, oh, we need this or we need that. And we say, okay, we have maybe some partners that can help you for that. So we guide you through those partners. But if at the end we say, okay, maybe we can do it by ourselves, no need of uh, contacting a partner, then we are trying to think about it and uh, trying to build that also. So this is mainly one of the strong things that I like with Easy Medical Devices, the fact that I'm we are waking up in the morning and say, oh, let's do it and we can do it. It's not like we have to go on the management level with the three or four levels to say, oh, is it feasible, is it doable? No, the idea is let's do it. If it's, it's worth Working, it's working if it fails it fails so it's mainly the also the philosophy that i have is mainly that uh, let's try and uh, yeah if we can make it we'll do our best to make it uh, if at the end people don't need that at all or it's not really uh, what what they were expecting then or we can uh, modify that and help them or we are failing and that we have to go to do something else also okay so um as I said, it was really a short episode to just give you a summary of Easy Medical Device, of the tendency that we've seen on the on the market. And we'll still have uh, episodes of the podcast uh, next year. Uh, we'll still have a lot of uh, new blog posts, a lot of new videos. Uh, and don't hesitate, uh, send me a message, send me uh, an email if you uh, see a topic that you want uh, to learn from or if something that you maybe um, want to participate to. Also, if you want to share your knowledge uh, through the podcast don't hesitate contact me and uh, we can uh, build an episode together and then i can uh, we can present that to the world also okay so um as i've said i wish you really a happy holidays a happy new year all my best wishes for uh 2022 and uh yeah i really hope that what we are doing here is really helping you and is really uh, making your life easier in terms of medical devices uh, placed on the market okay so i really thank you and i wish you a nice day Thanks for listening. So if you like this episode, please provide a review on the platform where you are listening to it. And also don't forget to share it with your colleagues. Thank you very much. 